join me tonight for episode 10 of Deliberations with Sonia. Tonight we're going to discuss embracing our vulnerability, accepting our authenticity as we become unapologetically strong for this world. See you tonight. Today we're going to be talking about the warrior queens. We're going to be discussing how to unleash your inner strength. Let's get started. Okay, so today I want to look at and I want to explore. I gotta remember to stay next to you. I want to explore the various strategies, tips, and insights to help you tap into your untapped potential and embrace your inner strength. As a woman in business and in just in life, you know, and just in America these days, you know, it 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 requires a certain amount of you know mental fortitude. Oh yeah, and today is World Mental Health Day. Yeah. So, you know, and it requires a certain amount of just intestinal fortitude, what the old people used to say, you know, because honey, I'm going to tell you, this world ain't nothing nice. And as, as women, black women, minorities, people are always coming for us and we have to be ready. Okay. Cause I'm going to tell you, it has been, um, just 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 a horrific year you know and then that stuff going on over in jerusalem um right now you know it just it just becomes too much sometimes you know and so as as we think about who we are and how we show up for people you know i mean some people don't show up for people but those of us that show up for people, we show up for people, you know. And and so as my um, final video for season one, this is not my final video, no, not at all. This is just season one final video. For my final video, what I wanted to do is just answer a couple of questions that, you know, I get from people about... Um, why you're doing this and why um, are you um, taking this on, you know? And it just, it's just about, you know, mentoring other people and just feeling a sense of gratitude for the things in my life that, you know, I have experienced, you know? Because when you think about it, you know, we can't help someone unless we have something, you know, to help them about, you know, or impart upon them. And as I was thinking about how much fun this has been and the comments that I get from people, I just really um, wanted to just use this platform as a sense of motivation, you know? I mean, because I love where I'm at in my life right now. Because it hasn't been forever that I have had, like, um, more, let's just say, more of my ish together. I'm currently in a place where I've got quite a bit of stuff together. Um, I mean, you know... (laughs) I got some stuff I'm working on. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, especially me. <laughs> but I can say that when it comes to business, when it comes to um, 
just even my internal, you know, my my love life, loving myself, you know, these are things that you'd be amazed, okay? You'd be amazed how many people have not, you know, they don't love themselves. They think they do, but they don't. Because if they did, they wouldn't um, just put themselves in such bad positions, you know, where, you know, they could easily... Um, be taken advantage of. So as I think about these topics and I think about these things, I think about vulnerability, right? And growing up, I always thought, okay, vulnerability, you know, that's just some old, weak old stuff. I ain't got time for that. You couldn't tell me to be vulnerable. You know, I thought women that were vulnerable were just suckers. <laughs> that's that's not cool. Okay, but this is where I'm going to help month. So I'm going to be a little bit more transparent and vulnerable <laughs> in this moment. So being someone growing up on the east side of Cleveland, going to school, what, uh, in the 80s, you know, I mean, you know, it was it was tough out here, <laughs> you know, and so sometimes you had to knuckle up, man. You had to do what you had to do, and I must say that in hindsight, in a decade of therapy later, those incidents and things, those fights. That I didn't necessarily mean to get into, but you know, people people try, you know what I'm saying? Your mama tie your hair, put you in the little pigtails, you out here looking all cute, and here comes somebody. I'm like, if you only knew what was behind these pigtails, you wouldn't have done that. So, you know, that carried over into my military career. And who knew? Who knew? that I was going to need to um, have strength internally, intestinal fortitude, and heck of confidence, right? Because, you know, that experience, you know, outside of the good, because, you know, everything, nothing has to be, one thing I've learned in this life, and one thing that I've learned through um, therapy is that, more than one thing can be right at the same time, you know? And so for me, the military was a great, fun experience. I met my best friends in the military. Sherelda, I don't see you on the live stream. <laughs> and, you know, I, I really had a great time. However, that doesn't take away the stress and the anxiety from being in a constant state of sexual harassment from some of them and just, you know, um, you know, when I was assaulted, you know, all that ish, you know, I mean, and, and, and I must admit that was the beginning of the queen crusader. Go figure. Right. You know, I mean, I was always told to stand up for myself. And my daddy told me, you know, when I was little, and I was at Bolton Elementary. <laughs> this boy pushed me down. Who pushed me down? Rizel. Anybody see Rizel out there? And you know, I had my backpack on, and, <laughs> and he pushed me, and I went to the bushes like that and I couldn't get up I was like a turtle on my back <laughs> anyway the point is I went home and told my dad Rizel pushed me in the bushes and I couldn't even get the note off my back because you know that back in the day they used to <laughs> put the notes for home on your back and you know and my dog, Bullet, he used to stand at the end of the school playground and wait for me because my dad trained that dog. Man, German Shepherd. Bullet was a bad 
dog. He was actually an ex-junkyard dog that my daddy rescued. Anyway, Bullet wouldn't come on the property. He would just stand right at the end. And so, like, if you know Bolton Elementary, when you're coming down the street, you could walk out at the end of the metal gate and then hit the street. Bullet would be right there. That's what my dog, he would, he would just be right there. Anyway, so, you know, I go home. I tell my daddy about what had happened, you know. And I don't know exactly when it happened, but my dad took me out in the backyard and he taught me how to box. <laughs> he was like, you know, and then, you know, and, and I never really understood until I started taking Taekwondo when I was in the Air Force that I wasn't left-handed because my dad, he boxed way back, you know, in the day, just having fun. I think he said he had a glass jaw, so it didn't work out. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so I, I used to, you know, be back there, you know, get my feet together. Bam, 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 you know. Shoot, my dad was like, you know, you got you to gotta move with it, you know. You got to keep your dukes up. <laughs> oh, Lord knows. And you know what my daddy told me? My daddy told me, look, you ain't got to win the fight. Okay, you don't have to win the fight, but you let that motherfucker know you was there. <laughs> and that's been my guiding principle, guiding. So to get back to the point, so when I was in the military, dealing with them sexual harassers and them sexual assaulters, <laughs> I was like, you know what, this might be the Air Force and you might put me in um, Levermore. But I'ma just have to go. Cause this is some bullshit. And I'm not gonna take this shit, you know. And so, hmm. I mean, while I was getting sick to my stomach and throwing up and having stress attacks, them suckers come messing with me. It was like <laughs> bam, you know. However, yeah, I got in trouble, but who cares? You know what I'm saying? Who cares? And this is the lesson I'm trying to teach you. You ain't got to win. But you ain't got to lay down for a motherfucking die. You're going to die anyway. Might as well go down fighting. <laughs> and as women, we are expected and underestimated to just, <laughs> you know. And I'm going to tell you. After years of therapy, mm -hmm, I had a little bit of guilt and shame because I, at the same time of wanting to defend myself, you know, I wanted to be, you know, a good girl. I wanted to be, you know, a woman to be looked up to. And then when I <laughs> look back at some of the people, um, like my roommate, Sherelle, <laughs> I used to be hell on wheels. Because I'm going to tell you, I used to just be like, hey, you know, don't mess with my people. <laughs> but, you know, I have, over the years, especially when I started practicing law, I learned to embrace her, right? Because, you know, people in this world, you know, you could be as smart as you want to be. You could be as pretty as you want to be. You can be as Christian as you want to be. This world don't care. They do not care. They will come for you. They will come for you. So as I'm thinking about where I'm at in my life, I said in this video, I want to talk to people about confronting their fears. You know what I'm saying? 
Cause you, you know, you gotta write your own story. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a whole book. Deal with your own shit. <laughs> but I do have the supplemental version coming out next month, and it is appropriately titled "Righteous Insubordination." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. Righteous insubordination. Because as I was insubordinate in the military, and I did um, cuss out a lot of people, laid hands on some people, they all deserved it. Not a single solitary one didn't deserve it. I used to do my job. I was like the best at my job. When I'm telling you, I used to be like on it, okay? On it. So much so that when I got out, worked at the Cleveland Clinic, our pathologist wanted me to go to medical school. I mean, you know, I was about that life. <laughs> me and them specimens and my microscopes, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I would never down that part of my military career. But after a while, them dudes ain't mess with me no more. I mean, we had a whole lot of sexual harassment going on. I ended up testifying against some of them dudes. And that's how, you know, I got all my paperwork. But I don't want to talk about that. By the book, it's in there. What I want to say is, they stopped fucking with me. <laughs> they put me in charge of stat chemistry in the basement. And I started putting my music on. And training my students, yes, yes. And see, that's another thing. Like, they were like, oh, Sonia, you're insubordinate. You cussed at me. Well, fuck off, okay? You told me how you want to, and all that other gross stuff I wasn't prepared to hear at 19, 20 years old from some old-ass man. But, oh, yeah, I'm so jacked up that I'm training the phase two students in chemistry and immunology. Hmm. Brains ain't had nothing to do with my insubordination. And my insubordination didn't have nothing to do with my brains. It had to do with I did not wake up this morning and put my clothes on for you to be sitting here talking to me in such a disgusting manner about, you know, sexual topics in the workplace from some old ass man that needs to go take his old butt home and talk to your wife like that. Okay. And, and you, uh, senior master sergeant, chief master sergeant, Talking to people like that. Man, you got me fucked up. And they used to take me in the office. Like, you can't talk to me like that in public. I'm like, nigga, I ain't your girlfriend. What the fuck? Okay, don't fucking talk to me. Don't be like that. And you know, in hindsight, my therapist, you know, one of the things that we talk about is just how we have to be brave enough to embrace the truth about who we are, how we are, how we show up. And I'm telling you, when I'm mentoring my baby girls, I don't ever want to begrudge anyone their career, their money, they hook up how they how they roll. But I'm gonna tell you, if you don't stand for something in this world, you fall for anything and you cannot, you know, and, and when I think about our current political discourse in the United States, okay, we've got these politicians who are chicken shit of their shadow and they won't do the right thing. And look at Israel. Look at Black Lives Matter. Look at any topic that requires strength of character to state a position. Okay, everybody want to be a, a flying trapeze artist. You know, they want to walk the line and hold the pole. You know, no, you either fucking for or you against. No hedging. 
And that, you know, and so people that don't even have the strength of character to pick a side and fight for it. But not the queen. Mm-mm. Not the queen. Your girl's out here fighting all the social justice battles. And that is what I have decided to dedicate my life to while God has provided me with voice. I'm a great writer. And I'm going to be doing more speaking and writing of opinion pieces and various news outlets because someone has to step into the gap, step into the fray. And there are people just like me all over the country. However, collectively, we have not yet had the groundswell of support so that, you know, people can take note. However, it is happening. And I'm going to tell you, usually at first, and I ain't even going to lie, I was like, ooh, I ain't going to put these videos on LinkedIn. <laughs> my LinkedIn is for business. It's for my government contract work. You know, I I don't know. I was in my feelings, you know, because LinkedIn, you know, it's for business. And I was like, ooh, uh, you know, I started Sucking myself back into that turtle shell. And then I was like, shit, forget it. This what I do. I'm going to put it on there. Why? Because I want some of my white colleagues to realize that an injustice is being done in this election. That Trump is racist. DeSantis is a baby wannabe racist. Uh. I can't even say these people's names. But I watch how everybody is so, oh my God, what is wrong in America? The liberal elites. You was wrong in America. You, the cowards. The cowards who were like, oh, <laughs> Trump to the fifth. That motherfucker was lying from day one. You empowered this fool. And now he like a, a tick. When I was in Texas in the Air Force, we used to go out in the field and they had these things called chiggers. And chiggers would get under your skin and burrow under there. And you had to like put fire on your own skin to get them chiggers out. I would never fucking live in Texas. I don't even like going to Texas for nothing, okay? I see some stuff in Texas. <laughs> I mean, roaches the size of, like, this teddy bear, you know? It's like roaches, like, this big. <laughs> it's the step on over my combat boot and that body parts would just disperse like a like a snow crab or something. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> the point is this. Going back to what this topic is about today. You gotta stand for something. You have to stand for something. You know, I mean, lies and flim flammy stuff, that stuff is just a slippery slope. I'm gonna tell you something. I used to tell people long ago, man, I don't got time to be lying about now. Because <laughs> I won't remember that. My mind be in 50 million 11 different places. Okay? I ain't got time to be lying. I had this lady I went to law school with. <laughs> and I promise you. That shit used to be on my nerve. Just just a negative person. Just just negative. Just nothing wonderful to say, you know? No positivity. 
yes, the world sucks. I am the queen crusader. I'm like Batman. I know the world sucks. But when I'm out in the universe, I'm like, hi, how are you? Let me open the door. Oh, let me go get you some cupcakes. Let's be nice. Let's make nice. Let's make prayer for everybody. And that's just because I'm a loving, kind person. But one thing I don't like is just uh, mean mugging broads, you know? Just mm, looking at you because you happy. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? You know? And and then, you know, people are like, oh, well, what's wrong? Something you don't like? No, I don't like you. I don't like you. Why? Because you're negative and you irk my skin. I ain't got time to be lying to nobody. <laughs> Fuck that shit. You an asshole, you an asshole. Male, female, puppy dog, I don't care. Okay? I ain't got time to be lying. I ain't going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. I'm going to tell you the truth. And that is why I love mentoring young Ladies and young men, because, you know, people get into, oh, well, that person is somebody, or I got to do this because they doing it. You ain't got to do Jack Diddley because anybody's doing it. Okay? Let me tell you, you don't got to do nothing. I done been in meetings and rooms with multimillionaire, billionaires, whatever. Hey, boom, I'm going to do me. Okay? I'm going to do me. Always. I linked up on a super contract because <laughs> I ain't want to um, socialize with these people at this event. So I stayed over at the food and drink section, eating treats and drinking. And this old white gentleman walked up to me and was like, how is the salmon? I was like, hmm, salmon ain't good, but some chicken wings is on point. <laughs> And, you know, we sat there eating. This dude was like, Lockheed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's putting me on. I'm like, whoa. You know? So, I mean, you just have to be authentic. He didn't like them people. Just like I didn't like them people. And it was funny because he was from the Air Force, too. He was an officer, though. He could fly airplanes and stuff, and so his government contracts was all like that. But you know what? He liked to go and sit by the bar and eat the food. And he was like the keynote fucking speaker. But he ain't like people. Just like I don't. Just like I don't know these people. I'm just here for two things. I'm not here for all these breakout sessions. And do took me aside and just, you know, over the course of that event, talked to me about um, how to make sure that I, I put my contracts together right, how to make sure that um, in the bid process, how to do the cost-benefit analysis of even bid. Now, something like, look, don't even write that, okay? That ain't going to be an mm, -mm. After you pay your people, pay yourself, pay your overhead, you know, and you can sub for me and some other people just to get, you know, some points for the government contracting office. That contract, you're going to put more into getting it than it's worth. Sometimes you, you need, like... A Lockheed Martin type CEO to be like, tell you that shit, okay? Because <laughs> I ain't got no money to be wasting. And Lord knows, everything I do always is seeded by Sonya. Why? Because racist America don't like to get people loans. <laughs> I, I take that back, though. Because, you know, Ohio got and Cleveland got a lot of business loans right now. So you need to inbox me and I can help you get some money. But you got to get your business together. Anyway, I digress. So as stated, vulnerabilities help you create connections. Hear, hear this powerful person. Rich person. Giving me business cards like, 
contact my project manager. Have him read over your documents before you submit. I'm like, you say a check. <laughs> you ain't said nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still got that. <laughs> I got all them documents they gave me too. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm talking about. Vulnerability creates connection. I wasn't going to sit up there like, okay, I know I'm just over here drinking this free wine and eating this free food. <sighs> but oh, God, crap. I ain't they, they on another level. I ain't even on this level. <laughs> I'm just trying to go to three breakout sessions and break out, get back on the plane, get my butt out of here. Who knew? That someone appreciate and and then you know I ended up working with dude on some other stuff. So I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> you gotta you know, sharing our stories don't make us weak. Sharing our story just makes us human. Do you know how many people in the world who are high level business tech whatever and People don't treat them like they human. People get standoffish, you know, whatever, man. Hmm. If I ever meet Uncle Jojo, President Biden, it's Uncle Jojo, I'm going to be like, man, I'm going to bring him a box of cupcakes. Because he look like he'll enjoy some cupcakes. And I'm going to be like, where is Doogie at? Because he just biting them because he like, who the fuck is you? <laughs> you know, I mean, you just have to be authentic. People love authenticity. You know, so I made this video and I'm saying, you know, we have to learn how to embrace our authenticity. We have to learn how to embrace ourselves. And once we face our fears, then we become more powerful, you know? It's, you have to think about it by honing in on your fears, knowing that they're fears, accepting that they fear. Don't be like, oh, I don't care. Yes, you do. You care. I care. This year going into 2024, I, I, I decided to not say the statement, I don't care anymore. I mean, I care, but that don't change the fact that I don't want to mess with some people. <laughs> anyway, I gotta stop doing that. It comes across horribly on the podcast. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, you know, and I do care because, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God, and I know that. I have a blessing upon my life. And so I'm not going to say I don't care, but one of the things that we were just talking about in Bible study is how just loving others like God loves us, that's what we're called to do. However, that does not require us to sacrifice ourselves, our well-being, our mental health to others. As a matter of fact, I am going to pull that up because we just talked about it this week. And it was so just transformative when Deacon Brown was talking about it. And I mean, it was it was just one of those things where you sit back and you're like, wow, now that was some super duper extra extra. Um, and and what she said was this. Um sacrifice and giving. Okay, first John 4 8. What will we sacrifice for God? God's love and sacrifice is our blessing. Okay? But let me tell you something. Now, this to switch up. You have to make sure your sacrifice does not become your God. 
You're going to have to think three times about that one. Because how we pour into someone. I have poured into my family, my son, every man I was with. I mean, I was only, what, married twice. And then that fool I was engaged to, I recently disconnected from that, too. And then um, somebody I was dating for years sort of kind of followed me up here. But <laughs> that sure didn't work out either. <laughs> because this is the deal. While you're sacrificing... You are putting yourself in a position to lose yourself. And the one thing that I learned, because, honey, this is Queen Crusader stuff, and I'm sorry I had to bring it to the scripture because I am not the prophetess. My Vicky Lynn is, but anyway. Um, you, you can pour so much into others that you don't have nothing for yourself. Amen. <laughs> I heard the Holy Spirit say, say I'm, I'm not a preacher, but I'm not going to lie. Because I want to say it again. You can pour so much into other people. You have nothing left for yourself. Ain't nobody typing in the comments. Hmm. Hmm. I don't want to say nothing to get you stressed out. And that is the most transformative statement for me. Because after my last relationship and, you know, my son got out the military, he was having so much going on. My mom has been having health problems off and on and off and on. You know, and then, you know, both my sisters passed away, what seemed like back-to-back -back years. And, you know, my younger son moved on, got him a good job, permanent done. Couldn't play with me no more. <clears throat> and then my Jimmy Jam, back on track. <laughs> Damn near killed me to get him back on track, but he back on track. <laughs> and as much as I loved, loved <laughs> just one person that I don't love no more, but my whole rest of my family, as much as I loved them, I realized this year, then my life is not a living sacrifice. Okay? And if some of you ladies, and I'm talking to some men too, because you know, we're in that generation where we're all taking care of our parents. A lot of us. And, and, and you know, we got these jobs and, you know, we want this and that and the other thing. And we got people and spouses who want this and that and the other thing. And we don't want none of that. At least I don't. I just want to do me. And so one of the big things that I wanted to impart today was just that, you know, it's a transformative process when you... Do the word and you um write down all the things that you love about yourself. That's great. However, you need to jot down the things <laughs> that you don't like about yourself. You see, because if you don't face your fears. And there goes the fear. The fear is not fear of another person. The fear is fear of yourself. You know? You have to embrace your truth. When you embrace your truth, you unleash your strength and you become a full queen crusader. 
gotta stop it's silly um and you and you learn to rewrite the narrative to your life you know i mean i like i was talking to my baby girls in this whole dating world right honey i am not afraid to not be married again I'm not even a prayer afraid not to be in no whole, ooh, we love each other relationship. Okay? Mm. You can come over. <laughs> we can get busy. We can go to dinner. We can have fun. And then you can take your ass back to your house. Because I don't never have to have that kind of stuff in my life again. Until, I'm going to tell you. Number one, I don't want to be entangled with nobody financially. If you got all your stuff together, wonderful. Do wonderful things for me. But I'm going to have my own. I got my own wonderful life, my own wonderful things, and I'm not sharing You know, because ladies, let me tell you, some men out here, they are grifters. Okay? They don't want to accomplish nothing in life. Like I said, they just be spinning the wheel. You know, they want what you got. It's women who want what you got. I love that son. They say, I forgot what it say. Anyway, yeah, people want what you got. And, and you might not think that what you got is a lot. Somebody want it. Hmm. And, and so, you know, these are the things that, you know, as women, especially, you know, you have to take a full inventory of your life. You have to look at, you know, because we're constantly changing. Okay. And so you have to rewrite the narrative, right? You have to rewrite the narrative. You have to constantly be rewriting the narrative. I rewrite the narrative every January. Not to mention, I'm an Aquarius and I was born in January. But, and so it works out just wonderful. And so this time around of the year is where, you know, I start taking inventory. And one of the things, like I said, I don't want to say I don't care. Because a lot of people had done me wrong. <laughs> because I was being a living sacrifice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be a blessing to others. I'm not supposed to turn into the sacrificial lamb. But I found that that's what I was doing. You know, you you end up out here in this life doing more for other people than you even do for yourself. You know, and that's why I tell people when it comes to the relationship thing. I'm not tripping on being in a relationship. Because the next man that you see me with, he is going to be a blessing to me. Okay? He's not going to need no fixing and no tune-ups and no reshaping because the world, he just whatever. No. You need to be a blessing to me. Because I know what I bring to the table, honey. I bring the table, the silverware, the cupcakes, collard greens, all that. I bring all that to the table. The beautiful furniture, I bring it all. And me, all of that. So when, you know, and, and I am a very caring, kind person. I love to see people succeed. And I have made many mistakes. even with my older son, about just, oh, I want your life to be so beautiful, so I'm going to make it beautiful for you. I've done that with men. There's nobody that just came into my life that could tell you they're not better for it. However, I'm always ending up with the short end of the stick <laughs> because I'm always fixing people and I didn't realize I was doing that my therapist calls it like a hero complex 
I'm just a soldier for the Lord, you know. However, Deacon Brown hit me. Make sure your sacrifice does not become your God. Because I was so busy fixing people that I broke myself. <laughs> but I'm telling you, baby, I'm, I'm stepping out of 2023 healed. <laughs> You know, and and I just want people to know that, you know, it's okay. It's okay to be like, oh, man, I screwed that up or I didn't do that right. You know, I mean, you know, I've even, you know, like I, I'm never going to work for anybody ever again. I don't do that. I don't do that. Because when I'm doing something, I like for it to be right. I like for it to be, you know, I'm a hard person. But I only mean it for the good. Okay? And so what you have to realize is everybody, then you know, they're not going to respond properly. So one of the things that I believe that we have to do in addition is to, is to just create a world of positivity create a world of vulnerability you can be vulnerable i'm vulnerable. queen crusader i'm vulnerable <laughs> i mean but don't nobody try me stop the point is you can be vulnerable because that's what's in your spirit you know god put that on my spirit to be vulnerable when I was a operations manager at the church, oh my God. That was that was oh my God. Them grandma minds just coming there because they was lonely and had nothing to do. I, I it just gave my heart wings to do for them. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, I found new ways. To exercise my hero complex, I don't exercise it with grown ass men. Ha <laughs> ha, no more. <laughs> okay? I take care of old people and babies and dogs and puppies and hell, gerbils and shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sewing all that energy into no grown ass people, okay, who don't listen and they're not gonna be grateful and they're highly narcissistic, you know? So now, I'm embracing my fabulosity. And so when people ask me, oh, why do you have the picture of yourself with the sword and that dress is so pretty in the Manolos and all of that? And I say that that is my vulnerability, right? Because in that photo, <laughs> I get to be the cute little girl who used to model. I get to be smart and courageous because I am. And I get to be the soldier for the Lord on my own crusade to save. Anyway, I digress. The point is more than one thing about a person can be true, okay? I can be vulnerable, I can be cute, and I can be ready to decapitate. Well, I don't like to use the kind of words. Anyway, you get the point. So, I want you are to think about um, your light, right? And surround yourself with like-minded people who support you, like-minded women who uplift you, uplift somebody. And encourage you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Because together we can conquer the world, okay? We ain't got to be taking no wooden nickels out here. It's, let me tell you, women in my age bracket, 
the cute and sexy 50s. We owe it to these baby girls, okay, to get them ready. I'm embracing my uh, lovely fabulosity. I don't want to be a young girl again because when I was a young girl, I fucked a lot of shit up. Believe in yourself. Never stop dreaming. Each day is an opportunity to grow, to learn, and push yourself beyond your limits. I mean, gee willikers. I've been a scientist. A lawyer. A teacher. And now, I'm an artist. I'm a creative I'm a thought leader I'm the person everybody thought was an asshole <laughs> because I just tell it like a T.I. is and now the world wants to be authentic and who's more authentic than me okay <laughs> take a poll anybody know me take a poll none of y'all <laughs> anyway, I digress. So believe in yourself and have the confidence to be who you are, to be the wonderful person that God made you and to make sure that you are always in a position to uplift others while not downgrading yourself. Don't let nobody downgrade you. You need to unleash your inner strength and let it radiate through everything you do. Embrace the power within and remember you are unstoppable. Here is my mnemonic for queen. The quintessential, unstoppable, elegant, educated, Nubian queen. I have like five mnemonics for queen. I'm going to put them up and make some cups of fun. I don't know. You know. But you have to, you know, I wake up every morning. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the queen, honey. When Mary J. Blige made that song, Good Morning Gorgeous, I was like, whoa, she reached down in my soul. And like, you know, but, but, but that's the thing. And she was telling you, you know, this man was dogging her. This and that and this and that girl been there. Everybody been there. Everybody got a t-shirt. I mean, maybe not everybody, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> the last person I was with made me feel like shit. Okay. And I ain't never felt like that about myself. I mean, I ain't even gonna lie, I'm just saying, you know, I've probably been pretty arrogant <laughs> most of my life. I get it from my mama and my daddy. You know, I'm not this woman that I care about other women and what you got. I don't give a crap about that. <laughs> As they say, I've always been a number one dropper. <laughs> okay, I do not trip like that. But when somebody just is constantly being negative and constantly trying to, like, just make you feel like you know you're you're not the best <laughs> when you know you're the best. Like what? <laughs> that shouldn't last long. It's like woo. I just need to breathe some fresh air. You know, I was like, I'm the best. Okay. Don't come to me with that BS. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, no man, no beast. And ladies, you got to stop letting these men um, control you. Like, oh, you ain't going to have no man. <laughs> Girl, like I told y'all, if y'all y'all got to go a, a, a tape or two back, okay? Because I showed it, went out on a date with somebody about a week or two ago. And this dude was just like, you being free sound. I felt like I was back in the Air Force at work. 
doing my job. Well, here come this master sergeant that's in charge of our department. And I'm going to say, you know, I don't like to talk like this. I think it's a trigger for me. But I'm going to say with this man, he was like, oh, you look so good. I want to lick you from the front to the back. Oh, I can't wait to suck on them. You know what? I was like, let me tell you something. You got some money. Because there's prostitutes out here. And I'm a, you know, they, it's a spot downtown off of St. Clair. You need to go down there and purchase you some pussy. Because you don't talk to me like that. And this man, oh, well, see, it's women like you. Y'all just, you know, y'all think y'all high quality. Y'all gonna end up by yourself. Well, baby, guess what? <laughs> Give me a dog and a cat and a rat and a remote control and a glass of wine and hallelujah. Because if you <laughs> is the alternative, <laughs> me and the cat, the dog, and the wine and the remote control, we're going to be just fine, fine. <laughs> Motherfucker. Anyway, don't be taking no wood nickels. Don't settle for shit. Okay? Just don't settle. Don't don't give your life to bullshit. Don't do it. So many women out here like, I got a man. A piece of what? <laughs> you got a piece of man. You ain't got no man. You got somebody that's fucking up your whole life. And you like, I got a man. <laughs> you get that motherfucker too. <laughs> Don't nobody want that. Empower yourselves, queen. Empower yourselves. Unleash your inner strength. Let it radiate. Anyway, woo, I've been going for an hour. Anyway, I'm going to need y'all to click the subscribe, hit the like, share, and thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe to the channel for more inspiration and empowerment. And join the incredible community of Queen Crusaders. We are warrior queens. We're going to conquer the world, and we ain't going to be taking no wood and nickels, okay? We're going we gonna to get this done. Season one has been remarkable. I will not. Um, the next episode will be Tuesday, November 10th or the 2nd. Anyway, it's the first Tuesday in November um, because that's going to start season two. And I'm going to take this rest of the month and just get all my little technological pieces together. Because I'm going to tell you something, honey. Let me tell you something. I have been surprised by the outpouring of love and, and just, you know, just everything. But, you know, you got to get the data. And I got a lot of data. Thousands and thousands of likes and shares and you know, the podcast, I got to make it all make sense. <laughs> and then it's going to really take off. So anyway, holler at your queen. If you want to be a guest in the next season of Deliberations with Sonya, then just shoot me an email. Go to my website, queencrusader.com, or come on over to YouTube at Sonya. S-O-N-Y-A, Ogletree, O-G-L-E-T-R-E-E. -E. Or, yeah, the website and YouTube. My Facebook has, you know, my Facebook people, y'all know. Hit me in the messenger or something. <laughs> anyway, good night. It's been real. It's been fun. The girl got to run. And once again, be unstoppable. Be unforgettable. Be unapologetic. Be authentic. 
see you soon.